Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Adam and Maggie Show, episode number four. Episode number four. That's right. We're getting prolific with it because we literally just finished recording episode number three. The Adam and Maggie Show. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. Give me one more. The Adam and Maggie Show. It's so good. I don't even know if we settled on that as a jingle, but I just... It's a stroke of genius. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah, absolutely. A stroke of something. Now you just have a stroke as she's singing. Okay, it's not the best jingle. It's good. I like it. It's okay. fine. Anyways, um, we are excited to just sit and uh, chit chat about our yeah. day. We day, went to the life. entrepreneurship workshop and um, you could hear our interviews in episode number three. Yeah. But today we wanted to talk a little bit more about what are the things that we learned at the workshop. At the workshop while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you learn, Maggie? What did I learn? I learned that it was really cool to hear people thinking so much about like how important marketing is. And I think like mm-hmm. overall, no matter where you are on the spectrum of small business or farming or growing or mm-hmm. producing food, it's just the reality of how our world works. And people are interested and excited to learn about good marketing skills and Mm -hmm. how to have a good presence online, how to have a good story. Yada, yada. It's awesome. Uh, it kind of just reinforces what we already knew. Um, especially the fact that, man, you're such a great marketer. (laughs) You just updated our website (laughs) and it looks so good. And all of the work you're doing in Canva, um, with the CK, YFC, I'm still working on that one. Central Kansas Gen Farmer Coalition. Yes. Maggie's been doing all the marketing for that. and It's been uh, kind of fun. I kind of enjoy it. You're really good at it. You've got the skills. And that's the thing, like, is, that's the hard part about stuff. Because, like, I kind of enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really, our hardest thing, especially starting out, was that I didn't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. And, but we do have the added, like, benefit of, I really kind of think it's fun. Like there's the artsy element to it that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and then like, but if we didn't, some people hate that. And so I, it is hard to know how to talk to people about marketing and stuff in that sense, because it's like, well, I don't know. It's like, here's how you market. You enjoy it. (laughs) That doesn't help me. I don't enjoy it. You literally, you have to set aside some time. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. And then you just have to like, I don't know. So one thing I noticed is that know what it, people want when you market, obviously a lot of times what we do is market on social media. Mm-hmm. And so by the nature of marketing on social media, you have to then be on social media. Have you noticed yeah. that it kind of pulls you into that a little bit or have you been, um, I don't know. Are you able to like separate those two? I might see, I'm able to separate it a little bit. Um, but at the same time, it does pull me in, but it doesn't pull me down the rabbit hole like it does yeah. you. Yeah, I've you know. officially given up almost all forms of social media. I don't even have Instagram on my yeah. phone anymore because right. I would just scroll. It would right. just, it was bad. Right. And I can kind of just be like, okay, done. Right. You know, um, and everybody's different. Like, whatever. Another thing too is that like, honestly, like... <laughs> We have a child and I have to put him down for a nap and (laughs) I have to put him down for bed. Uh And that's kind of sometimes my time to like do the social media stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm getting him down to sleep and 
I'm just then making an Instagram post. Okay, so now... Whereas if mm-hmm. I didn't have that set aside time, like, I think it might be a little bit harder for me to be like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, okay, now I'm going to throw out my uh, my young hip lingo. Mm. <laughs> That's all the kids are saying nowadays. Um, do you ever... IRL. You, do you notice... Yeah. We meet IRL. <laughs> this is podcast is being recorded IRL. Okay, anyways, um, do you ever get that sense of, they call it FOMO, fear of missing out? Um, like where you look at oh. other people's f- social media and you're like, man, they're just crushing it. Or like, uh-huh. oh, they're having the best time and everyone's getting together and I'm not there and it, oh, it sucks. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. But I also have learned... I think through learning a lot about um, posts and learning a lot about that and just having the awareness that like it's it's fake mm-hmm. sort of or mm-hmm. it's tailored. I think I just know that yeah. and I don't let myself get like, oh man, they're so cool. I'm just like, they're really good at that. Mm-hmm. They're really good at making themselves look really good. Almost as if they were like just an artist or yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you do it's all you, staged, yeah, yeah. You see really good Instagrams, and it doesn't make me jealous, it just makes me think, wow, they're really good at doing that. Well, I think, uh, especially as farmers or producers, we definitely can fall into that trap because a lot of what we do is marketing through our mm-hmm. um, so- social media, and a lot of that is like taking pictures of our farm and making sure it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, our customers don't. We don't necessarily want to show our customers all of the work that we're doing that goes into it. Right. We want to show them the beautiful bunch of turnips. Right. Maybe the one beautiful bunch, not the 10 others that weren't so yeah. beautiful. <laughs> and uh, I think it's so easy for uh, then us to uh, for us to like look at other producers and be like, man, they just have it all together. They are crushing it. Right? Like the idea that they're showing us the, the um, weed-free beds, not the super weedy bed that's right next to it that they right. happen to cut out of the frame. That you um, know is there, yeah. And so I think um, it's really hard as as farmers and then getting that sense of like judging yourself to mm-hmm. standards, to social media standards that, mm-hmm. I mean, aren't accurate yeah. and the pressure that that can put on us. Um, yeah. And then, of course, then we go turn around and, and take a picture of the perfect, you know, tomato and not the 10 others that aren't. And so we just perpetuate the cycle. But right. um, that's something I think it's really interesting that we, uh, yeah, just kind of think about and just remind ourselves that. Yeah. Whatever's on social media isn't like a hundred percent real. Yeah. And I think that I take the approach, especially since my route of posting and, um, being frequent on it Mm -hmm. is through Instagram and then it automatically posts to Facebook, Mm -hmm. which is really great for me. But like, that's just what I've chosen to do. And it's simple and easy. Um, but I think I've, I've decided in my brain that there's just, there's different levels to Instagram awesomeness. And there's like, flush that one out a little bit. I'm not quite yeah, sure. Yeah. There's like, there's like some pages, there's some people who do Instagram and they're just like on another level. Like their, their pictures are so good and they're yeah. really, really good. And I've just, I feel like I've just decided that I'm like, I'm just going to stick to the principles of I'm just going to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to take the best photos that I can take mm-hmm. and do the best posts that I can do. Yeah. And if they're not up, the, they're not up to somebody else's standard or, you know. No, I totally agree. And I think you've done a really good job of keeping it real. 
Um, like our yeah. posts look beautiful. Um, props to you for that. Okay. But I feel like on a scale of like completely fake and like staged to um, like <laughs> me in the dirtiest shirt I could possibly. In fact, I think there are some photos of me in the dirtiest <laughs> shirt I could possibly be in. I think we're definitely finding that middle ground of like, you know, realistic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And I think frequency. Yeah. You feel like you've gotten more frequent. I've gotten better with like frequency. And I think that that's kind of also the key to social media. And I think that that's another thing that has allowed me to continue doing it and to then just be like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the most beautiful Instagram worthy photo. Like, have I posted this week? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go back and find the best looking photo that I could take mm-hmm. and post that. Right. And that's fine. And then next week I'll do another post. And, you know, and then when you go look back at your posts, you're like, oh, wow, it, it's gotten better yeah. and better. And better, but it's just all about the frequency, I think, of just just do it. People just want to see something. So we and have um, keep them, yeah, in your life. Keep Absolutely, your keep updated and yeah, relevant. Yeah, <laughs> that's a word apparently people use with social media <laughs> relevancy. I don't know. Um, anyways, so let's go ahead and give people. Um, we've got some new farmers that have started listening to our podcast, which we're very grateful for. Ooh. Thank you so much, and. Um, Let's go ahead and give them a little bit of concrete advice. What is your workflow with social media? It is photo, Instagram, mm-hmm. and then that flows to your Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then the only time you use Facebook really is for a little bit of messaging when people message you and then events, honestly, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Facebook events yeah. is a big thing because weirdly people check that mm-hmm. yeah. for... Um, actual IRL events <laughs> in real life. Um, and then, but Instagram is more like updates. Like this mm-hmm. is what we did this week. Or, yeah. This is what we have in the farm stand fun. And then it's cool. Cause then it goes to the simple abundance farm Facebook. Page. Well, it seems pretty streamlined. The fact that you're only interfacing with one of the social media apps yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. So it's Instagram, you post it to Instagram it takes a, like a few seconds and then it just right. flows through to all of your other social media and I kind of think about it too as it's 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 hitting the different age ranges that we Mm -hmm. want it to hit Mm -hmm. because Facebook you kind of think I mean nowadays I really do I just think like the the, our parents generation is more (laughs) on that Facebook which is so funny (laughs) it's fine they're on Facebook but they're not really on Instagram Uh and then our generation we have Facebook for looking at events Mm -hmm. and going to local events that are happening but we don't really care about people's updates as much as we do on Instagram Mm -hmm. we care about those posts more and so then when you just do an Instagram post and it flows to Facebook it just boom hits everything all right so we've got Instagram we got Facebook now tell me Maggie are you a snapper do you snapchat do you tweet are you a twitterer snapchat (laughs) do you twitter no no yeah we haven't found um honestly we're too old for Snapchat and um, <laughs> I just don't understand Twitter. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and I so just don't. we've kind of just like carved ourselves out a little bubble of Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Um, and then we have been collecting emails from our, a lot of our customers, which yeah. we're excited to someday maybe do like an email emails Something. of some sort. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, I just feel like most people f- with, with the whole email thing, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah. 
I don't honestly open that many emails. I don't either. But some people do, I guess. But I do it. I mean, we do use emails. I don't know. It's one of those, like, I mean, how much effort does it take to do the email? And is it worth then, you know, however many people open it? Yeah. I I think for frequent updates, email is not the way to go. Yeah. I think for connecting with one person and going back and forth, email Mm -hmm. or Facebook Messenger is the way way to go. Unfortunately, our demographic also skews a lot towards the... um, octogenarian (laughs) the older folks i don't know um what What term did you just say (laughs) people over 80 um (laughs) (laughs) i've never heard of that i think it is a term i think you just made that word i might have it sounds right it's either that or it's the octopi people i know you just made that up so okay octopi (laughs) sounds like you're talking about a different species yeah octopus oh my gosh yeah for all the folks out there all the octopi out there that are you know doing their little yeah um they really are good at social media they've got like eight arms okay anyway sorry (laughs) um yeah so a lot of them are not on facebook nor are they on instagram Mm -hmm. and so they're like they barely have a facebook and that's the people that i struggle with reaching Mm -hmm. like i'm not Mm -hmm. quite sure how to reach them but yeah they're the folks that are at the farmer's market every single day and right. like part of me wants to, you know, work with them, obviously, because they're great customers, you know. Right. And so when it comes to like a, a real life event, they're going to be there. you know? Right. Right. But when it comes to like notifying them of that, how do you get that information across? Yeah, I think it honestly. Most of them do have email that demographic. Right. Um, so that's totally on us of like then it takes our effort a little extra effort mm-hmm. to get the email to them. Yeah. Um, and then also, I don't know, probably the newspaper ad. Thing. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was just thinking about the party line or whatever you can call into the radio. And oh yeah. Like, hey guys. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and another thing too, that I, uh, learned from today mm-hmm. or that uh, just a little tidbit for everybody that I was like, yes, that's a, just a good reminder. Um, there, the farm that was giving the talk said something about doing CSA pamphlets and they were just, they were just talking about their yearly pamphlet that is a real thing that mm-hmm. is paper that they give to people and it really does work and it's nice looking, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like, yeah, just a good reminder that like once you put something in someone's hands you do need to follow up. Totally. I think the number one thing when it comes to marketing is like consistency and like, you know, give them something and then you got to follow up, follow up. Yep. I agree. Um, it's just, it really is. It's important because people see something they're interested and then you're like, uh, back burner, even if it's really important to you and you're like, Oh, I should do that. Mm -hmm. But if somebody gets back to you, then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally interested. Boom, let's do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that that is another key marketing thing is to follow up. Mm -hmm. Or even if somebody messages you, just to reply. And I think that's one thing we have been getting, I have been getting better about. Yeah. If I see an email, if I see a Facebook message. You're on it. I've been really, really diligent about just being like, let me just get this off my plate. Let me just reply. I'm not going to ponder over the words for ever and ever. Let me just 
send it right back. Mm-hmm. Boom, it's out of my court. They got the information. Get that monkey off your back. Yeah. And it feels really good. So I think, yeah, if we want to think of like solid things to learn from what we've learned thus far is like frequency and posting and follow up, whether yep. that's online or through an email or whatever. Agreed. Or here, a call. Here. Yeah. A phone call. Ooh, now we're getting real. Now we're getting to the now we're getting to the older. Yeah, but now you're getting to the point where if you get someone a call, man, they like that. People like that. Do they though? I think so. It's like, hey, you guys, I'm calling you back. You know, I wanted to say thank you for coming out to the farmers market. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is yes. a side note. Can I do a side note? Of course you can. Okay. Dun, I... dun, 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 dun. Maggie's side note. It's a new section of our podcast. Go ahead, Maggers. Okay, cool. Side <laughs> note. Okay. I think, I can't remember if I was listening to the radio or something on NPR, but it was this really good interview Mm -hmm. with like an older woman and her grandson. And Mm -hmm. they were just like talking about phone calls and they were talking about texting Uh and it was like this whole like politeness thing or rude thing. And it was so interesting because like what one generation thought was polite, another generation totally took it as being rude mm-hmm. and vice versa. It was incredible. That's so funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Like, oh, like if you're sitting down to dinner with your family and your phone rings and you don't take the call because you're sitting down together with your family. Mm-hmm. You like, oh, click it. I'll call him back later. Like to me, I'm like, that's being polite. Yeah. But your grandma might be like, Oh my gosh, you need to take that phone call. Why, oh, did, yeah. you, why did you hang up on them? You know? Uh, it's and you're just like, different. well, I'm here. I'm in the moment. I'm present. You right. know, I thought that was what we're supposed to do. Nope. Turns out you're supposed to take a phone call. Yeah. Well, um, that was back in the day though, when there was like, you know, landlines and you know, you yeah. call like twice a day. Right. It's just, and now we get calls like, oh, yeah, times. yeah. It's just interesting how yeah. those little things Cool. Don't translate. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, Did I go on a bunny trail? Sorry. No, it's a bit rambly um, in <laughs> total, but you know, hey, this is a great episode to listen to at uh, 1.3 speed, you know? Hey. No, it's, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm glad I'm telling you that you should speed it up at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I should have told you that at the beginning. Anyways, this is the Adam and Maggie Show. Oh, funny. Adam and Maggie Show. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We do. We don't even know you, but we love you. We love everyone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shout out to the Central Kansas Young Farmer Coalition. Meet up on March 3rd (laughs) at Hopping Gnome Brewery. Definitely come out and check it out. Definitely. And if you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast, that means you are a true fan. Thank you for listening. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Simple Abundance Farm, the farm stand at 11 Kansas Avenue in South Hutchinson, Kansas. Give us a call. Send us an email if you want to become a farm stand member. You can find all of our contact information at simpleabundance.farm. Get yourself some. Yup. 